streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you need to know. I'm your host, Anna Rumer. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm JC Colston, back again as the guest host. JC, back by popular demand. Thank you so much for being with yeah, us. Yeah, I've been reading all the fan mail, all the letters. <laughs> I, I, it might take me a few weeks, but I'm going to get back to all of them. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> it actually got a little out of control. We did have to open a P.O. box just for you, not for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have got another amazing show for you this week. There's been a lot of stuff happening. I know it feels like something's always happening, but in 2020, it really feels like a lot is happening all the time. It's driving me a little nuts. So we have to break down this teen mom to pregnancy. There is a bachelor controversy. Stormy World has been haunting my dreams ever since I saw <laughs> the wide gaping mouth of it's this inflatable child. Horrifying. <laughs> oh, we'll dig into that later. Maybe that will be like therapy for me. And then the mass singer is back again. Was it ever off air? Who cares? It's my favorite show. So we're talking about it again. Let's dive in. Let's go to the most uh, serious news of the week. It's lighthearted, but it's serious. Kaylin Lowry of Teen Mom 2. She is pregnant with baby number four. She announced it Tuesday. But the interesting thing about this is it's not just a teen mom baby because there's lots of them. That's the premise of the show. <laughs> the interesting part is that everyone's known she's been pregnant for weeks now because her alleged baby daddy, Chris Lopez, they're on and off. They're back and forth. Who knows? His aunt shared a pregnancy announcement for her on Instagram weeks ago, but then it got deleted and, and everyone was kind of going back and forth on the blogs about whether it was accurate or whether the screenshot was concocted or anything like that. So we've all been watching her social media really closely trying to figure out what was happening. And Tuesday, she finally came out and admitted there's a baby on the way. Are you guys excited? Well, I just want to point out before we talk about our excitement, the reason <laughs> that she did, I think that she did not reveal it right away. If you notice in her pregnancy announcement, it was sponsored. She's sponsored oh. her pregnancy announcement. Wait a second. I, I missed this. It was, it was some app that like helps mothers going through pregnancy or like gives them advice. Which we like, won't name because they're not paying us. <laughs> yes. Correct. Uh, but it was, correct, it, was, correct. it was like a paid partnership for her pregnancy reveal. Oh. So, you know, I think that kind of makes me eye roll a little bit. Uh, but hey, got to pay bills somehow. It's super bleak. <laughs> but, you know, overall excitement. Good for her. She always talks about how she always wants to grow her family. And I know she's mentioned that her, because this is her second child with Chris Lopez. She wanted mm -hmm. that child to, you know, be able to have another brother with the same parents because she has two previous children with different fathers. So I think she kind of wanted that dynamic and like a, a true sibling, uh, full sibling dynamic at play from just what I've gathered from her previous comments about maybe should it, maybe I want to have another kid, maybe not. So, I mean, hey, another kid's coming into the world. That's something to be excited about, despite, you know, the weird sponsored content aspect of your child. Yeah. Regardless of what you can say about her, because there's been a lot, I mean, it's teen mom, so it's all drama. So no one really comes out of it looking great, but she does appear to be a pretty good mom to those three boys. And I know that she said that she wanted a little girl finally, but while she hasn't revealed it, 
Chris Lopez has kind of a big mouth. He went on Instagram, <laughs> seems to have revealed that it's a baby boy. He was calling him his future king on Instagram, <laughs> saying he was two for two with boys. So, like, either someone needs to shut down his Instagram or apparently don't care that much about leaks because <sighs> the leaks are coming from within the house. Um, <laughs> Although it, it is awkward. It's a little, you know, I'm happy for them, but I'm also concerned a little bit because they've got a kind of tricky relationship ever since before Lux was born. They've gone back and forth with cheating allegations. They've been so messy on social media. And then last month he was arrested for allegedly violating a protective order she had taken out against him. Oh, really? Um, I did not even know that. Yes. Yes. So... You know, it's tough on many fronts, but they're also both so dramatic about everything that it's tough to know what to be upset about. Yeah, what, what's BS? <laughs> what's just posturing? Yeah. Well, and someone, and someone came for him on Instagram or maybe Twitter saying, you know, he's abusive, blah, blah, blah. And she clapped back immediately, was like, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, 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 blah. But we kind of did because we had... The restraining order and then the arrest, but maybe not because who knows? No one knows except for the people within the relationship, but also that seems concerning. And it's like a weird snake eats tail of, huh? Have we heard uh, from, from Javi yet or has that been quiet or? He is actually out and I hate the fact that I know this right off the top of my <laughs> head, but he is actually um, doing his military retraining. He's in the army, I believe. And he has to go back every couple of years and do more oh. training. I don't know anything about the armed forces, but he's away right now. Gotcha. So he has not said anything specifically. And then Joe Rivera, who is her first son's husband, has typically been pretty supportive of her. I haven't seen anything from him yet, but they have a good relationship. So I'm, I'm hoping that we can all come together as a big blended family. And I can imagine their family reunions are going to be real fun. It's going to make for good... Teen Mom 2 episodes, you know. Oh my gosh, thank God, because it's getting real boring, and especially with the news that Janelle has officially ended her contract with MTV this week, it's like, we need something to keep us going, because mm -hmm. she was always kind of my draw there. Ah, I thought she was, and we talked about it here multiple episodes, I really thought she was going to make a comeback. I did too, I did too, but I think she, she... did too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think we all... <laughs> But MTV wasn't having it, so we got to have something to ramp up the drama because Leah and Chelsea are doing pretty well. So, Do you think the David Eason stuff kind of hurt that a little bit? or? Oh, I'd, I would imagine. That's, yeah. That guy's name coming up in any press situation is not, not, not good. great for your image. <laughs> so they made their choice, and now we'll have a baby to watch. So that's good, mm -hmm. and I, I wish... She said she's been getting sick in her little spawn note, so I hope she feels better soon. <laughs> Moving on to the other side of reality television, we have The Bachelor. We've talked about it so many times this season, talking about how it's just a tear fest and how I'm really struggling to find anyone on the show to like. Even Tammy, who I was standing before for her pure willingness to fight the other women physically, <laughs> I can no longer stand because she accused the one who cries all the time of being a drunk and popping pills, which is not cool. Oh. It's her business if she cries. So there's more controversy, though, with Victoria Fuller, 
who is going to play a big part later in the season. In their influencer training boot camp in Monday's episode, there were two episodes this week, guys. It was five hours of television. Like, bless my own heart. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a social life. Anyways, so they went to this influencer training boot camp, a photo shoot for Cosmo, with all the women for this group date. What does this have to do with the date? I don't know. But they're prepping for that Fit T spawn. Victoria Fuller and Peter modeled together in front of a waterfall and they made out and then they won because I'm guessing it's because they made out. I don't know. The picture was uninspiring to me. (laughs) They were promised a March digital cover. I put digital in parentheses because who cares? Um, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, just as the episode was airing, Cosmo released an editorial saying that they would not be promoting the cover at all. Because Victoria had previously modeled in an ad campaign for a Marlin organization that like advocates for overfishing of Marlin. This is like but the their part uh, of thing. their thing is White Lives Matter, and it was like Confederate flag themed. Because yeah, it, it, it's it's so because like when you see the first the first headline, it's like she modeled for White Lives Matter, and you're like, ooh, that was that's bad. Why didn't the Bachelor people catch that? And then you learn, mm-hmm. look into it further, and like she modeled for this like Marlin <laughs> charity thing for like White Marlin <sighs> Lives Matter, but they just use White Lives Matter. Oh, okay, and blue. But lives, you can't tell me that wasn't matter. on purpose because oh, it was yeah, Confederate yeah. flag. Hundred oh, yeah. percent was on purpose. And yeah, no so doubt that, about that. So that's why it's yeah. like, how clueless do you have to be to agree to model for that and like think that's totally there's nothing wrong with that and that's not going to cause controversy? Like, oh, it's about fish. You know, it's more than just about the for fish. For real, and then, like, like, one of the shirts that was in that in that ad campaign has a Confederate flag on it. So it's like, it's, Use okay, your even, brain. If you, even if you think you're being clever with the whole fish thing, you obviously took it a step way too far with the Confederate flag. How long ago uh, was this? This like when she did this? Pretty recent. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty pretty recent. It was. Um, it's just the stupidest controversy ever because it's super racist. It's horrible, but also it's kind of it's about fish too. So <laughs> what? So many components to this. See, okay, this is one thing that this kind of brings up is like, how does the the Bachelor people not catch this? Because if the internet can find it, they surely should be able to find things like this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I could see Anna's face on this conspiracy. Is it a conspiracy? (laughs) It's a conspiracy theory. Golly, (laughs) that is how, like 22 episodes in and I can Mm -hmm. can see exactly where the conspiracy is coming Okay, that's all. Go ahead. I know what you're going to say. Continue on. Well, are they gonna, are they going to like dive into this on the show, or is this just like an external? Give me your conspiracy. Hold on, that's hold on, what hold on. I want to know. I want to see if I can say it, and then Anna, I want you yes. to verify if yes. I can read your mind correctly. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, yes. are you saying that the producers knew that this was out there and existed, and they allowed it to happen anyways, and they went and and so that this could possibly come up and happen, yeah? or no? I know you're you're super you're like one nuance away from exactly what I'm saying so no you're like nailed it yes basically I think that the producers know that these things are going to come up but they drum up publicity for the show so maybe I don't know if they knew about this one specifically because it is kind of weird like fish modeling but (laughs) all the drum all the controversial stuff that comes up about these women and about the men on the bachelorette it just fuels the fire for mm-hmm. PR. So I think either they don't care 
necessarily or that they are intentionally letting things slip past. Um, but it is actually interesting to note that for the past couple seasons, they've been releasing the contestants early and then saying these are people who might appear on and then a couple of them haven't appeared on this season. So I think that that is letting the internet kind of do your background checking for you, which is genius. <laughs> Don't pay someone, let the internet do it. They'll do it for free. It's just, we talked about this before, but it's just really tough season to watch because Peter is spineless. He has no idea what he wants. Any decision he makes, as soon as one person's angry at him about it, yeah. he flip-flops. He just goes, it's just like, he goes this way with the tide. He goes that way with the tide. Whatever's happening in that moment, he kind of just is like, meh, you know, in, in that moment. And it's just, and then, you know, I don't know. It's hard to watch. Like past the windmill jokes, there's just not a lot there <laughs> at all. There's not a lot to him. I did enjoy the moment where I think it was Victoria asked him if he was afraid of heights, and he said, no, I'm a pilot. I liked that. <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> hey, he's a pilot. Other than that. Guys, there's that. He's a hey, pilot. Just hey, in case we knew. Just in case we did know, he's a pilot. Oh, yeah. It's been tough to watch. These women are just, I want to root for someone, but I can't root for any of them. And I, I can't root for Peter. So what am I watching for? I have a quick question. Is Kelly still on? I haven't. Okay. Okay. Yes. I am rooting for Kelly, but I also know that she's never going to make it because oh. she has no interest in, in any of what's going on. I she's think that's why. Lizards. Yeah. I Like she's seemed the coolest in my, in my opinion from the beginning. And you know, that what you just said kind of lines up with that, I guess, if she has no interest in all of this crap. Yeah, she's just, whenever he's talking about finding a soulmate and stuff, she's looking off and being like, why did I come on this again? I'm not having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I was told I was going to have a good time. She's like, you know, I'm a, you know, awesome lawyer and I need to kind of get back to my like career. So see you later, Pete. That's what happens when you cast women who are older on The Bachelorette. And when I say older, I mean, she's probably like 28. But <laughs> that's why they cast all these 22-year-olds is because they're willing to cry over this man that they've just met. But once you get a few years on you, you end up like Kelly sitting in a sweat lodge <laughs> being like, hey, look, there's a lizard over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, let's take a break from The Bachelor because I need to take a break from The Bachelor. <laughs> Ugh. And when we come back, we will talk about what I'm calling the haunting of Stormy World. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. All right. We are back, everyone. And we are taking on... What could be kindly called the nightmare demon <laughs> that appears when I get sleep paralysis. I think those are appropriate and words. <laughs> and it's Stormy World Part 2. Kylie Jenner's now two-year-old daughter, Stormy, had a similarly themed birthday party for her first birthday. And then this year, it's ramped up. They had everything with from an inflatable arch that is her face, and the arch is her mouth. I think there, were there were several people. Of them. 
several of those arches. Too many. One's too many, but multiple <laughs> is way too many. Uh, there were people dressed with giant cartoon stormy heads. There was a claw machine where you could return or, you know, grab a little stormy. It's all so concerning. <laughs> yes, on every level. Uh, like, I, I don't care how cute a kid is because Stormy's adorable. If oh, you yeah. make a giant inflatable of a child's head, it's going to look creepy. It's going to look weird. The balloon itself. Like, and there's so well, many it, of them. it gets creepier, too, now that she's a toddler, yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people walking around with the heads on it. There's the claw machine with little pillows of her face on them. It's just so off-putting and just weird. Not even getting into the cost of the entire thing, no. which is just... No, I, don't even, I don't even want <sighs> to think about that. I'll be so sad. <laughs> It's like I, I get yeah. what they're going for because like Travis Scott and like his his um his festival Astroworld. and like his Astro World yeah and his festival mm-hmm. and his album art they have like the similar arch thing on his album cover and as you enter the festival things like that like so I get what they're going for like the next generation like a similar vibe with her but like with the kid it's just weird it's weird because they're still trying to make it, she falls in the uncanny valley because they're trying to make these things <laughs> cute. But also realistic. But you have to come and meet somewhere in the middle to make that happen with an inflatable arch and a giant cartoon yes. head. And where they've met is it's not. It's not that place. No, it is not that place. Mm-mm. It's not that place. It, so that was haunted. Um, I hate that. And I'm so sorry that Stormy, when she looks back, is going to have that as one of her first memories. For real. <laughs> That's what I think about things like this. You know, you look, like she, when she's old enough, she's going to look back and see that giant like ent- entrance <laughs> mouth thing and be like, what in the hell was going on here? <laughs> and I just think it's also I think it's she's going to see the pictures and stuff. But like, do they think that she's going to remember all this? I don't remember anything when I was two. Like, is she really going to remember this whole big thing with the giant inflatables? Because, like, it's one thing if it was a, a lot of these celebrities do birthday parties for the kids, and it's an excuse for the adults to kind of hang out and do stuff. Oh, yeah. And have stuff with kids. But, like, this really is very kid-centric. And, like, they're making it so centered around her. Like, do they really think she's going to remember this? Let's hope not. Because <laughs> can you imagine just getting flashes throughout your life from your subconscious of your giant own inflatable head being like, ah. <laughs> Also, what do they do with the inflatable heads now? Are those in storage somewhere? <laughs> Are they going to bust those out in the future? Like at her, like her graduation, are they going to have like a whole row of inflatable heads for her? Okay, that's horrifying. That's the true horror. What do they do with the heads? You know, those get just thrown right in the trash. They don't even try and recycle that. That is just landfill material. And they have all those. Also, okay, so they have the pillows. I'm just thinking more and more of this the more we dig into it. The other kids at the party (laughs) go to the claw machine and they get Mm -hmm. a pillow with their friend's face on it. Is that just chilling in their bed now? That's yes. just that's kind of that's kind of weird. I didn't have I didn't even have pictures of my friends. Like you now you have a full on <laughs> pillow in bed with you, like just like, looking at you at all times. That's that's weird. It's just weirder the more I think about it. It's it's off putting. I do have to say that I did gift my parents a pillow with my own face on it a couple years back, and that is sometimes carried around by my two year old niece. But it's creepy. We all know that. That was the intention. If your niece had a photo pillow of her classmate hanging out with her all the time. Yeah, like family gathering. She walks by and you see your (laughs) face on a pillow she's holding. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yes. I get a lot of pictures taken where it's like, oh. That's pretty fun. Um, So the other half of the haunting is that. Kim Kardashian this week had a spread in Architectural Digest with her manner of horrors because she has this giant mansion. It's all white. 
and there's no there's barely anything in it it's the scariest thing i've ever seen and we've seen pictures of it before but this architectural digest spread went into it really deeply and now there is a challenge where people are using gifs on instagram to try and decorate her house and it's very funny <laughs> oh, i bet that's gold it's very good. It's very good. Money can't buy you an exorcism, guys. <laughs> oh. I thought of that ahead of time yeah. and wrote it down. <laughs> Speaking of that architect architectural interview, there's this clip going around that I really love of her and Kanye talking about this and their very sparse room with just two chairs in it. And she's going off about the house. She's like, oh, we don't have a jacuzzi. And then Kanye is just so sick and just of the thought of her being bugged by the fact they don't have a jacuzzi. He goes, you hear that? We don't have a jacuzzi. Like he says it's so funny. <laughs> and like such a weird tone, jacuzzi. Such a fun way. You have to look it up. Oh, and he's just so tired of just funny. Kim's whole minimalism thing. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. She doesn't even have soap in her bathroom. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she's uh, also, she also doesn't use their pool, which is a massive pool. She also notes that, which I think is just crazy. She says she's never been in it before. And I said, you are not the kind of person that I want to have money because I would be in that <laughs> pool all the time. What is wrong with you? And Oh, yeah. Now I'm getting like worked up. <laughs> oh, oh my God. If only could you imagine? <laughs> I'd get electrocuted, but it'd be worth it. <laughs> Let, let's move on to a more soothing subject. My own personal pacifier. The Mass Singer is back. It came back first episode right after the Super Bowl. I tuned in just to watch The Mass Singer, not so much for the Super Bowl. And I have a question if we're getting real famous people now. Because the two celebrities that have been revealed on this season that is notoriously people who used to be famous <laughs> or people who were never that famous to begin with were Lil Wayne and Drew Carey. Those are solid yeah, people now. Stepping, they are stepping it up. There's no doubt. I was shaken. I thought that Lil Wayne was going to be Johnny Knoxville or Steve-O because they talked about how he was broken and put back together. Mm. And those are the caliber of celebrities that I was looking for. And then Lil Wayne took off his head because he was a robot and <laughs> I was shaken. See, I, I didn't get this. I was just had the initial shot factor because I actually left the room during the robot's performance. Then I came back at the end of the show and they revealed it was Lil Wayne. I was like, oh my gosh, Lil Wayne. So then like retroactively, I went back and watched and then it's pretty clear that it's Lil Wayne. And then if you look at the package, it was like the fire truck. He has like a fire, mm -hmm. fireman and he's a skateboarder. Uh, I forget some of the other hints they had, but so it ended up making sense. So it seemed kind of obvious. But that at the end of the day, it's a really big reveal for the mass singer. That's probably about the biggest one since I guess Antonio Brown. That was the very first elimination of the Ooh, entire series. Wah, wah. Okay, I don't know that man, so I know of that <laughs> You're man. Lucky. But you I don't are. Know that man. That's good. One of the few. Uh, but it's it's an actual big name, and obviously Lil Wayne is not at the peak of his powers anymore. Obviously, right. but he like he just put out an album, getting a lot of buzz. He's still big in the hip hop community. Such a legendary figurehead. And like, so he's still on that level. That was such a big reveal for them to pull off. So do you, th Anna, yeah. do, you th do you think that, I mean, th with season three and then these, you know, with Drew Carey and Lil Wayne, like they're going to start really kind of shuffling in some, you know, A and B listers in there because like maybe, you know, the idea was just for the first two seasons to kind of get the show off the ground to get some viewership and some established fan base. But now... It's like they're kind of cooking with gasoline and they can they can start ramping it up with, you know, maybe this person is, you know, kind of a C-lister, but maybe they're an A-lister. I think that that is what's happened because a lot of celebrities, the bigger celebrities who we've had, like Seal, have said that they did it because their kids like the show, mm. which is a big draw. I mean, you see a lot of animated movies where the celebrities say, oh, I did the voice for this because I want my kids to be able to watch something I've done. 
So that's a big draw. Plus, maybe it's just me. It looks like it's super fun to be on The Masked Singer. And I think celebrities are also keying into that. Yep. I think that's what Lil Wayne was saying. Either, I think it might have been before he unmasked, but he was like, this is the most fun I've ever had. I've never done anything like this in, in my career is what he said. So you can tell it's they're hilarious. having a lot of fun. And plus, it's, it's great publicity because you really don't have to deal with, like, if you were, like, unmasked, you could be getting criticized and hated on for a week. But you kind of just get caught up in the mystery. And then it's like, oh, wow, how cool that this person did this thing. So it's a really good yeah. PR thing. And it's I'm sure there, I'm sure there around, are agents yeah. that after they saw that first season and that second season, they're like, oh, I want my client yeah. on this. Yep. And yes. then people see how yes. it's, it's done really well. It's executed in a really fun way. Nobody's embarrassed. Nobody's shamed, even if they're absolutely terrible at singing. Um, they don't yeah. get shamed for it because they're putting themselves out there. So I think a lot of people you're going to see. Maybe I don't know if we're going to see like George Clooney hopping on The Masked Singer or anything. <laughs> oh, think, my gosh. That would be, hey, he's on Nespresso commercials. That, so. Yeah, that would be epic if George freaking Clooney just took off his – oh, my god. I'm just imagining his like a really like croonery Frank Sinatra voice. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, now I want George Clooney. Yeah, see now, see this. This is how it starts. It starts here. Starts here, and now you know. In in a season, we'll see him on there. I am honestly, my guessing ability is now shaken because before I had a very strong range of who I was allowed to guess, but now I don't know. Some people are guessing that the kangaroo is Jordan Woods of Kylie Jenner's ex BFF frame. Uh-huh. I, I don't think. I don't think it's her. But um. People are guessing that now, and it, it really does throw the frame of reference out of out of whack. I, I don't know who it is anymore. Although White yeah. Tiger is totally gronk, get yes. at me. Okay, I will say they are <laughs> the packages, the clue packages. They're being way more vague than at least. I didn't watch season two. I no, they're so vague in season so two. Obvious. But yeah. this one, it's so vague because like the Gronk one, I'm almost convinced they had Hulk Hogan go in and do the voiceover for Gronk because it sounded <laughs> just like Hulk Hogan. And then the second he sang, it's like there's no way that's Hulk Hogan. And then and then he speaks, it's a little different. So it's obviously Gronk is the White Tiger for sure. And, but they're being so vague with these that it's. I mean, it's obviously smart because you want people to keep. Getting guessing and end up being shocked like like drew carey i thought drew carey was gonna end up being joel McHale, like ken jong was guessing because it made sense he's been on the show before yep. as a judge but drew yeah. carey that was another big big reveal i mean he's in everybody's homes every day price is right whose line is it anyway that's a big grab for them yeah i i just i thought it was really funny that they actually did kind of guess gronk the first time around and they never guessed right the first time around so that one was easy, but season two, they definitely made it a lot more vague to the point where I almost feel like they're lying to you at some points. <laughs> so <laughs> season three is definitely going to be big and we'll check back in on that once we have more solid ideas of who they are because I'm still still not <laughs> we, we just don't want to be sure. wrong on the public record. Oh, 100%. I'm only, I only say it when I'm 100% sure. <laughs> All right. That is enough of the mass singer for now. Um, <laughs> let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week. I will go first because I am jazzed about this, guys. Vanderpump Rules this week. It's back. It's so good. It's Brittany and Jax's joint bachelor bachelorette party. And the guys decide that when they're at the club, they're going to get movie grade professional old person makeup done on them. So that when they go out to the club, they look like old men who then proceed to creep on their own girlfriends and freak everyone out. There is a screaming argument had in the old man makeup, and it brought me so much joy. I I have been, you know, kind of down on Vanderpump in the last season or two because it's been slipping. But 
watching them yell and then pass out hammered and then wake up in the old man makeup really brought me joy. So that is my pick of the week and God bless them. As silly as that sounds, then I just go back to when Jackass did the whole bad grandpa stuff and it was yeah. just so funny. So then that part of my brain kicks in and I'm like, okay, that's going to be really entertaining regardless. Yep. We don't expect it old was, people to It was very to good. <laughs> at least it was very good. The they were at maybe a strip club, maybe not a strip <laughs> club, not sure. Someone was throwing money, but... And and uh, and then it was it was pretty great because Jax tried to get his old man makeup off. Well, you know it's a hangover you can taste through the screen. Oh, like, oh they just look oh. so hungover. And he's trying to wrench this old man makeup off with a butter knife. Oh <laughs> gosh, I can't even imagine. That sounds awful. <laughs> so good. So that's mine. Mm. So mine is Pure Sports Super Bowl. I had no dog in this fight at all between the Chiefs and the 49ers. So like I was going into it just like whatever. Um, and then throughout the game, for some reason, I just want like the I wanted the Chiefs to win. I wanted Patrick Mahomes. Like I wanted all of that to happen. Um, and I thought it was just an amazing game. And it was pretty awesome to see uh, their head coach, Andy Reid, um, who's he's been in the NFL for years and has never won a Super Bowl. Uh, and it was kind of his time. Uh, and he deserved it more than anything uh, this year. Um, and he got it, which I thought was pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, and it was just like a, you know, a big emotional evening and, uh, you know, around the Chiefs and him. And then the parade that happened after was, looked wild and insane, uh, with the oh things. Gosh, I mean, yeah. it looked nuts. Um, so yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty cool. Yay. Good for, good for good old Andy and his mustache. <laughs> uh, aside from the last quarter of the Super Bowl, cause that was the only fun part. In my opinion, oh. um, <laughs> it was really boring for the rest of it. The last quarter was really fun to watch. Um, I agree. <laughs> my uh, my pop culture pick of the week is a show. I know Anna, you watch this as well. BoJack Horseman put out its final oh. season this past weekend, uh, or the final half of the last season, and it is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's it starts out as one of those shows you're like, oh, it's like a dumb animated comedy, you know, like your Family Guy, or your Simpsons type itch, but they they are actually serialized. There's an actual storyline going through it. Bojack is like one of the most interesting characters I've ever seen on TV because he's you want to root for him, you love him so much, but man, he does some terrible stuff, and he's not a great yes. horse person. Um, <laughs> but they wrapped up the last episodes this past week, and I don't think they could have done it any better than they did. It, you. Get some things you want, but it's not necessarily – some things are also the way things have to be and how they're deserved. So it's on Netflix yes. now. I don't know if you ever watched BoJack Horseman. I've, I've watched the first season. Does it get – like does it incorporate like more serious tones as it goes mm-hmm. on? Yeah. Because if you watch oh, that yeah. first season, it's super silly for like the first half. Yeah. And then – because I remember I was watching in the background. I think it was actually after I started working here. I was working, had that on in the background. Yeah. And then I like looked up at one point and I'm like, oh, they're getting into something serious towards the later half of the first season. And then they carry that really well-balanced tone of super silly and puns and crazy situational comedy with like addiction and unrequited love hmm. and m- mistakes and trauma from your past and childhood. They, they tie so many things together and then also have really silly animal jokes. It's, it's, yeah. I've never seen a show quite like it. And it ended on a very, very good note. That will rip it's your heart out. It's one of those out. shows where, where sometimes I have to go do something else while I'm listening to it because I can't bear to look at the screen as what's happening is happening. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There, but it's there, really there are, There's at least one or two or three gut punch moments every season. Dang. That you're just like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> but yeah, yep. it's on yep. Netflix now. I love it so much. BoJack Horseman. 
Bojack Horseman. Listen to it, guys, or watch it. I, I listen to it because I have to go look at it, something else. <laughs> all right. Don't forget, follow popculture.com for all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Anna Rumor. And I'm at Jameson G. Brown. I'm at J.C. Colston. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe. We love those five-star ratings, and we should start reading those again now that I'm thinking about it. So give us more, and we'll read them on air and make a little jokey joke about them, which is so fun. <laughs> So we're available anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and uh, we'll see you next week. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever, and this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars, new season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.